Before we get into today's episode, I have a very exciting announcement. You might already know what it is if you listened to last week's episodes, uh, but Health Coach Accelerator is officially open for enrollment as of literally right this moment. I am super, super excited. HCA is my signature program built specifically for health and wellness practitioners and coaches. It is your fast track solution to making consistent 5K months in your health coaching business. It is a 10 week live program for coaches who are struggling to find clients make money, grow their audience, and find the success that they dream of in their passion to help people. So inside this program, we go through six different steps. We start with developing your very unique business identity. We will help you pick a specific and profitable niche, develop a unique and compelling brand identity. I'm gonna help you build out your signature method, going to teach you my permission-based selling technique that is going to help you close more sales calls. It is gold. We're also going to teach you how to handle all those objections, right? I'm going to teach you how to create an effective social media strategy and content plan. This is gold. I will help you build your email list, right? So you can build relationships and fill your practice. Plus, we're going to have a couple bonus mindset trainings so that you can cultivate the attitude of a successful wellness practitioner. So this program, it's a perfect fit for health coaches, NTPs, FDNs, IIN coaches, wellness practitioners, health professionals, health consultants, or anyone who wants to offer online coaching in the health and wellness industry. So we are open as of today until Friday, April 16th at midnight Pacific. I'm going to close this program likely until fall 2021. So if you want your business built, ready to go, ready to make you money, ready to attract those dream clients in time for summer 2021, you definitely want to get in before the doors close. I don't make exceptions, guys. I really don't. Um, Once that deadline hits, no one else is going to get in. So I hope you will join me. If you want to join the um, winter or sorry, spring, what season is it? (laughs) The spring version of health coach accelerator. You will find the link in the show notes for this episode. You can find the show notes for this episode at kendraperry.net forward slash episode 62. That's kendraperry.net forward slash episode 62. If you're on your podcast app, just go to the show notes for this episode and you can click the link. You have any questions about this episode or about Health Coach Accelerator, do send me a direct message on Instagram at Kendra Perry Inc. I really look forward to having you as a student and I will see you in the next episode. What is up, my friend? How you doing? I hope you're doing good today. So I have a short and sweet episode for you today. Um, I wanted to uh, post this Uh, past YouTube video on the podcast because I think you're going to find it really, really helpful. So the truth is not everyone who's trying to build a business makes it, right? Um, There's a lot of people who start and never finish and that's okay. It's not for everyone. But a lot of people want to know, like, what does it actually take to build a six-figure or multiple six-figure plus business? Like what really makes the difference? What really separates the people who give up and the people who ultimately succeed? 
Well, hint, what it has nothing to do with is a fancy a fancy website, pretty branding, perfect social media content, a professional brand shoot, or even having a big social media following. So those things, you know, sure, they can help a little bit. Maybe at some point they're a little bit more important than others, but I actually don't think you need any of those things. I think it actually goes a lot deeper than this. So in this episode today, I'm going to go through the 10 things that I believe were the most important factors that brought me from basically broke. I was on unemployment insurance when I started my business. So from like, you know, literally broke making $1,600 a month to running a half a million dollar company. So I really want you to listen carefully because these are things that you might not expect. So I know you're going to enjoy this episode. Uh, So grab a seat, get comfy, or go for a walk because it's fun to listen to podcasts while you walk too. I will see you again next week, next Monday, same time, same place where I help you become wealthy AF. Welcome to the Wealthy Coach Podcast, where I teach you how to become wealthy AF in your business, your mindset, your coaching, and your life. I'm your host, Kendra Perry. I am a former functional health coach turned online business mentor for health coaches, practitioners, and professionals. I'm here to help you grow the online business of your dreams by teaching you the strategy, the tech, and by helping you cultivate the mindset you need to be a badass health entrepreneur. I'm blunt, I'm to the point, and I'll probably drop an F-bomb or two, so fasten your seatbelts and get ready to become wealthy AF. What's up, everyone? I'm Kendra Perry, online business mentor for health and wellness coaches and the creator of Health Coach Accelerator Method. So (laughs) once upon a time, I was broke. I was in debt. I had credit card debt. um, I was unemployed. I had no money. And I decided to start a business. And that was back in 2014 or something like that. And then fast forward to today, 2021, I have a multiple six figure business. And in 2020, we generated over $500,000 in the business. So people are always asking me, Kendra, how did you do it? How did you go from, you know, broke in credit card debt, having absolutely zero knowledge in business. Like I have no business background to where you are today. I'm going to tell you the 10 things 10 things um, that helped me get from A to B. All right, so let's go through what I believe to be the 10 things that really helped me go from broke to a half a million dollar business, okay? So number one was honestly just dedication. I was incredibly dedicated to making this work and even when I was new and things were hard and they weren't really going the way I hoped they would, I was still very dedicated to making it work and it really never crossed my mind that it wouldn't work. Well, maybe it did a time or two, but I really believed that I was going to make it work and I didn't have a backup plan. I was just like, I will figure this out no matter how long it takes me because I don't have a backup plan. I don't want to go back to working in forestry. I don't want to go back to being unemployed for half the year and I want to make good money so I can get a nice house and spend time doing things that I actually love. So that first one is dedication. I really believe that 
if you truly want to be successful in business, you have to be dedicated to the process, even when it feels hard, because it's going to feel hard. Well, a lot, especially in the beginning, that's the hardest, the hardest time that you are probably in right now. Um, it does get easier, but you still have hard moments. So you just have to be really dedicated to wanting it and making it work. Number two is risk taking. So I have taken a lot of risks in my business and I've had things that haven't worked out. You guys have probably heard me talk about when I launched a course and you know, I pumped thousands of dollars into the marketing of it and the webinar and I spent like six to eight months making it and it flopped and I didn't make any sales and nobody actually wanted it. So that was really hard for me. And honestly, I had, I, that was probably the moment where I was like, well, maybe I should give up, but I didn't, I pushed forward and I learned from that situation. And so I think we get really caught up as new business owners with this concept of failure. But if you were ever going to succeed, you're going to have to fail a lot. So you really need to maybe relook at failure and think of it not as failure and maybe even celebrate those failures because with every failure, you're moving closer to something that actually works. And you're not going to talk to any successful business owner who, you know, is making hundred K, you know, seven figures, eight figures and beyond who didn't have a lot of failures along the way. So it's really about trying things, even when you're not sure if they're going to work and being okay if they don't work, but just being willing to learn and move forward. Number three is pushing through even when I was scared and even when things felt uncertain. So obviously building a business is hard because you're doing a lot of things that you aren't certain of the outcome. And that's just part of it until you build up a program and build up your audience and, and get a team. There is a lot of uncertainty. Um, and I was uncertain the whole time, especially in the first two to three years, because I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I was putting myself out there to strangers on the internet, opening myself up to criticism. And that was scary, but I still pushed through. So it's like, you got to become like a superhero where you're just kind of keep like punching forward, even though it feels uncertain and scary. Number four is that I had a side hustle. Now I see this a lot when people want to start their business, they go full-time right away, even though they don't have a good store of money saved up in their bank account to support them until they get profitable. And what I find this leads to is a lot of pressure, a lot of stress, and this tendency to be very desperate in marketing and the tendency to take on a client, even when it's the wrong fit, because well, you need the money. So you're willing to kind of work with anyone. Um, people can really sense that desperation in marketing, I believe, and you don't have a good experience and neither does the client. When you take on someone who just isn't a good fit or isn't up for actually doing the work that it takes. Right? So I think having a side hustle or a means in which to pay the bills until you get profitable is really powerful. And for my first three years in business, I worked for functional diagnostic nutrition. I worked as one of their course mentors. So I mentored students through going through the program. And then eventually I became the membership director. So I built out their postgraduate membership area and supported the graduate students. And yeah, it was a lot. It was overwhelming. You know, I was doing anywhere from 20 to 30 hours for FDN, but it paid me a decent wage and it always paid my bills. My rent and bills were paid and my groceries every single month. And sure it was lean at times and sure I still wanted clients, but it gave me that space to take on the right clients. And, and I'm not saying I never took on a bad client. I took on lots of clients who were the wrong fit, you know, inadvertently because it takes time to learn qualifying skills, but it took that desperation out of things. And so, 
people don't realize how long it can take you to get profitable. And I say, you know, it takes about a year. I would say in most cases, not always, but to get profitable, I've seen people do it quicker. I've had students who've done it in three or four months, but usually I like to, you know, not, um, not put crazy, unrealistic expectations in people's brains, but I would say like, give it a year. Um, and that's not like making a ton of money always at a year. Maybe you're starting to break even you're starting to make a profit. Things are getting a little bit more consistent if you're doing the right things, but three years is really where the magic happens. If you can push past three years, that's where it starts getting easier. You start getting in your flow and you've really, um, kind of mastered the business building process. So People who want to go full-time in their business right away, like you should have enough money stored up to last you and pay your bills for probably a year because you just don't know how it's going to go for you. Everyone's on their own journey. So having that side hustle was so valuable to me. It helped me so much because yeah, I wasn't stressed out about paying my bills. So I'm a big supporter of the side hustle or, you know, a part-time job to pay your way until you get to that point where you are profitable. Okay. Number five is consistency. Oh my God, this is so important. And this is one of the main things that usually new business owners are struggling with is consistency. And typically what I see people do is, you know, they get really motivated and maybe for a month they're posting, posting, posting on social media, they're showing up like crazy. And then, you know, maybe they get a bit fatigued or they're not getting the results that they want and they dip off. And it really doesn't set a good precedent with your audience, right? Because I always like to compare it to uh, that friend who, you know, is all about you. They're calling you all the time, like text, 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 let's hang out, let's hang out, let's hang out. And then they just ghost you. And then three months later they show back up and they're like, Hey, want to hang out? And you're like, no, like, fuck you. <laughs> like, where have you been? You're so flaky. Right. Um, and so that's the experience you give your audience. So something that I've always been very good at is consistently. I'm very consistent. Yes. I've taken, I've taken time off. Yes. I go on vacation. Yes. I disconnect. That is all, you know, important, but you know, especially in the first few years in your business, it's really important that you build that audience and you build trust. So consistency is something I've always had. I've always been consistent. And I, I do believe that stems from the dedication that I felt towards building my business. So consistency is not sexy. Um, but it is incredibly important. So, um, be consistent. You don't have to post a million times a day, but try to show up on a regular basis. So the people of whom are following you get used to seeing you online. Okay. So number six, I've kind of already mentioned, but I didn't give myself a backup plan. So that can be scary. You're like, well, if I don't have a backup plan, what if it doesn't work? But when you don't have a backup plan, you have no other job, but to make it work. And so for me, what helped me not have a backup plan was the fact that I live in a very small town. My town is about 10,000 people. It's very remote. It's very isolated. We don't have a major airport, like anywhere near here. And, um, there really isn't a lot of job opportunity here. So with the skill set that I had prior to starting my business, basically my option was to make like 20 to $25 an hour doing forestry or to move up North where I could make more or move to a city where I could go into something like environmental consulting and, you know, make a better wage. But I really didn't want to go up North Northern Canada. Um, for forestry at least is not the nicest place. It wasn't a place I wanted to live. And I don't like cities. I hate cities. So that really drove me. Cause I was like, either I'm making minimum wage and I'm struggling to pay my rent and do the things I want every single month, or 
I'm gonna make this business work. So I just erased the backup plan. I was like, I'm not moving to the city. I'm not making $20 an hour. I'm not moving up to Northern BC, right? And so that was, this was my plan. This was always my only plan was to build this business and make it work. Number seven is personal work. So you will notice that a lot of really high level entrepreneurs are fairly spiritual or they've done a lot of personal development work. And the reason for this is because working on yourself, being a better version of yourself, knowing yourself better, having more confidence is going to help you build your business because that oozes over into your business. So when I started my business, I had done very little personal work and actually building this business is what drove me to do things um, like counseling and EMDR and breath work. And it opened up this whole new world of self-help, self-care, personal development, and um, this constant need to try to be better and um, love myself more and be more empathetic and caring and loving of all the people around me, regardless of who they are. And that has really helped me build my business because it's helped me really gain confidence in who I am. And that really comes through when I speak online, right? Also, this confidence in myself allows me to be myself. And ultimately, yeah, sure, I think the content I create is great, but ultimately, I believe that a lot of people work with me because they like my approach or they just vibe with my personality. So I really, really recommend that you dig into some personal work because the thing about building a business, and I've talked about this before, it does trigger you. It triggers all those childhood wounds, pretty much all that crap. Uh, because again, it's uncomfortable. You're outside your comfort zone. You're being vulnerable. You're opening yourself up to criticism and judgment of others. So if you're not really strong, um, in who you are, if you don't love yourself, then that's going to be triggered and it's going to trigger low self-worth and, you know, thinking you're not good enough and making you lose confidence. And, and that will bleed through into your marketing, into your online presence. So the amount of personal work I've done, um, I think has really helped me um, get to this half a million dollar business. Okay, number eight is my serve first, sell second mentality. So I am not a heavy like bro marketer. And when I say bro marketer, I mean the people who are out there selling and their only goal is to make the sale. They don't care if their product is good. They don't care how they get to you to get you into their program, their course, their product. They just want to make the sale. The money is the bottom line. And yes, I love money. I think as an entrepreneur, you do have to value money and you need to like making money. Otherwise you're probably going to struggle. Um, but that's not my only goal. And in fact, I try to serve first before I sell. So when I, you know, talk to someone on a sales call or, you know, when I'm enrolling people into my program, my goal is to only sell if the person is the right fit. So I oftentimes have people reach out to me, you know, they're interested in coming into health coach accelerator, which is really a business foundations program for coaches. And if they tell me that they have all a bunch of the things in place that I teach inside the program, I'm going to tell them like upfront and center, like, I don't think you're a good fit. Like, I don't think this program is right for you. And I don't think you're going to get value out of this. So I have no problem telling people they are the wrong fit. If I don't think the program can help them. The other thing is I try to serve as much as possible. So you'll, you probably notice at this point and maybe not if this is your first time watching, but I give away a lot of content. Like if you're following me on Instagram, um, here on YouTube, like 
you can find so much amazing information just from the free content that I give away. And that's because I'm here to serve, right? I always am here to serve first. And if it feels like a fit for you, if you want to go deeper, if you want my support, my handholding, then that's where I'll sell you into one of my programs. But, um, you'll never feel inauthentic or slimy or salesy when you focus on serving first, because the goal with serve first, sell second is that you will find the best outcome for the client, even if it's not working with you. And so you will never feel like a gross salesperson uh, when you approach your business in that manner. Okay. Number nine is saying no to almost everything. Okay. So the more you're online, the more you grow your online presence, the more opportunities that get presented to you. But a lot of these opportunities are really just shiny objects in disguise. And really they're not going to help you move your business forward. They're mostly just a distraction. So just to share a story with you, I had a student inside health coach accelerator. She had someone reach out to her on Instagram, um, wanting her to promote their product or brand. And she was like, what is up with this? Like, what is this? And I'm like, you're going to get a lot of those. And the usual answer for like 95 plus percent of the time is no. Okay. Um, do not focus on trying to sell someone else's product or start a new business until you've built up one business. And so I know as entrepreneurs or as new entrepreneurs, we have a lot of ideas where like, well, I could do this and this and this, but if you try to start two or three things at once, if you try to promote multiple things at once, it really dilutes your message and it confuses your audience. So do really well at one thing first. So build out your signature program and learn how to sell it so that you fill up your practice and you're making consistent income. At that point, if you want to bring in something like say essential oils, you want to do something like young living or doTERRA. Great. You've already built up one side of the business. Um, you've got that dialed. Sure. Bring in something else, but I really think we can all just be really good at one thing and we can make millions off of that. So you really have to get get really good at saying no and really properly evaluating opportunities. And when you get an opportunity, you have to ask yourself, like, is this going to help me move my business forward? Is this going to help me move towards completing my mission? And if the answer is no, then, and, and it's going to be for most opportunities that you get, um, you just have to politely turn it down. All right. So number 10 with how I went from broke to a half a million dollar business is passion. So I really love what I do and I think passion is really important. I don't think it's everything. Um, and I don't think you should run your business purely based on passion because that's going to make you very scattered and all over the place. But I really love what I do and I really believe in what I do. And one of my favorite things is supporting coaches and seeing them see success in their business and seeing them go off to help you know, dozens, hundreds, even thousands or millions of people. So I really love what I do. And I love making these videos for you. I love showing up on Instagram. I love everything. Well, most things that I do inside my business. And so I'm just very passionate about what I do. And I think that passion really carries me through when things get hard. And so I think it's important that you feel passionate about what you, you are doing, but just keep in mind that passion isn't like when you're passionate about something, it's not like you feel the passion 24 seven. You know, I have moments where I'm annoyed with things and I'm like, oh, this is so frustrating or, oh man, I'm like just so annoyed with my business right now. That happens. It actually just happened to me this week. I was like, what am I doing? It totally happens. But 
overall, I am very passionate about what I do and I'm not going to give up until I feel that I've completed my mission and my mission is so crazy and out there, I'll probably never fully complete it. So I think I'll, I'll actually be doing this for a very long time. Okay, I hope you liked this video. Let me know in the comments which of those comments resonated the most with you. I would love to know. And if you wanna get more from me, you can download my Help Boss Starter Kit where you can get access to a whole bunch of different tools for anyone who is a new coach. So health history, sample contract, I give you my niche workbook, my branding kit, all of these things are inside the starter kit. So you can get that link just below this video. And again, if you like this video, you can let me know, hit the like button, leave me a comment, subscribe to my channel and share it with any coach that you think it will help. I hope you have a great day and I'll see you in the next video. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. And I'm wondering, do you wanna help me with my mission to end health coach poverty? Because if you do, I need all the help I can get. And all I need is two minutes of your time. If you could leave me a five-star review on iTunes, that would help so much. These reviews help get my podcast in front of more people, which means that I can reach more health coaches and complete my mission. Thank you so much for your help. And I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode.